Hello, neighbor. You are listening to the New Garden Church Podcast. We're glad you're here. This year, we are walking through the whole Bible together as a church family, day by day and week by week. We meet at 10 a.m. at DuPont Tyler Middle School in Hermitage, Tennessee. You can join us in person or catch our online gatherings by checking out our website at www.newgarden.church. We would love to hear from you. We hope that you enjoy what you hear today and check back in with us again soon. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for a Sunday online together. We have been reading through the Psalms this month, and today I want to talk to you about Psalm 103. But first, I want to tell you a story about a little girl who was never on time to school. This story is about a girl named Pearl, and she truly could never make it on time. And her teacher started to get frustrated. And so her teacher called her over one day and said, Pearl, what's the deal? Why are you always late to school? Do you have an alarm clock? And Pearl said, yes, I do. But I can't ever remember to set it before I go to bed. So her teacher said, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to take a little red string and tie it around your finger. And when you get home tonight, you'll see the string and you'll remember to set your alarm clock before you go to bed. So they do it. Pearl goes home. She does her homework, eats dinner. It's time for bed. And she sees the red string and she doesn't remember why it's there. So she goes to bed, doesn't set an alarm, and she's late again the next day. So her teacher is frustrated again. Why? Are you late again? What happened? Why didn't it work? And Pearl tells her what happened. And so she says, this is what we'll do. We're going to write a little note, a note to self, set your alarm and pin it to your shirt so that when you're home, you'll see the red string. And when you're changing clothes for bed, you'll see the note on your shirt and you'll remember to set your alarm for the morning. So Pearl goes home and the next morning she's late again to school and her teacher asks her, Pearl, what happened? And Pearl says, well, I was watching a movie and I fell asleep. And so I just slept in my clothes. So I never saw the note. So she was late again to school. So her teacher says, what is the thing that you always remember to do before you go to bed? And Pearl says, I always remember to brush my teeth. So her teacher said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put a little red dot on your forehead so that when you get home, and you're brushing your teeth before bed, you'll look in the mirror and see the red dot, and you'll see the string on your finger and the note on your shirt. And finally, maybe you'll remember to set your alarm and be on time for school. So Pearl goes home. She has her normal night, and she's brushing her teeth, and she sees the red dot, and then she sees the string on her finger and the note on her shirt, which says, set your alarm And she remembers to do it. So she sets her alarm for the next morning for school. And she wakes up on time and she has breakfast and she rushes out the door only to get to school and no one else is there. (laughs) And so Pearl realizes that she is on time for school, but it is Saturday. So she finally made it, but it was not the right day, which may be a similar thing has happened to you before. We as humans are forgetful people. I know that I am always keeping a note in my phone of a to-do list and a grocery list and 
Sometimes I'll find notes in my phone that I've written to myself that I don't remember what they mean anymore, that I'm sure meant something at the time that I wrote them down, but I don't even know what it means anymore. And today we're looking at Psalm 103, which is acting as David's note to self at the time that he's writing it. He is addressing himself in this psalm and talking about the character of God and reminding himself of how good God is. And so we're going to start with just the first couple of verses in Psalm 103. It says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So we see here David addressing his soul, saying, hey, soul, this is what we need to remember to do. Praise the Lord with all you've got and forget not all his benefits. And David is about to lay out kind of a character reference for God, saying, remember, this is what God has done for you. This is who God is. This is what God is like. And that's what we're going to see in the rest of the psalm. But first we see just this reminder, praise the Lord, my soul. That's what we need to be doing. And I remember when I was in elementary school, I was always finding myself in the middle of arguments between friends. One friend would be on this side of the playground, the other one would be on this side, and I kind of always found myself running back and forth trying to help people fix things. And I truly have vivid memories of telling both friends in a situation, it's a misunderstanding. You must not have heard what she said correctly. She didn't mean to hurt your feelings that way. And I truly believed that. I believed that Nobody had bad intentions in the situation and that it probably was a misunderstanding and that there was no need to be in an argument anymore. I just wanted it to all be smoothed over and better. And what I later learned is that I was giving a character reference for them that wasn't always true. Not everyone has good intentions. Not every elementary schooler is always kind and loving, but that's what I really believed And I wanted it to be true. And as we get older and start to see that not everyone else is going to act with good intentions, it can start to confuse us about who God is and the way that God acts. That maybe if my friend acts this way or my parent acts this way, that maybe God sees me that way too. And the older that we get and we start to see those things in ourselves as well, it can start to confuse us about the way God sees us. That if I'm capable of this, what does God think about me? How does God see me? And so with age also comes some wisdom. And the theologian Charles Spurgeon thinks that David wrote this later on in his life. Um, And so this is what Charles Spurgeon says about David writing Psalm 103. He said, we should attribute it to his later years when he had a higher sense of the preciousness of pardon because a keener sense of sin than in his younger days. His clear sense of the frailty of life indicates his weaker years, as also does the very fullness of his praiseful gratitude. 
So when we're reading through all these benefits of God that David is about to list out, we can imagine him later in his life reflecting back on all the things that have happened in his life, which I'm sure has given him a lot of perspective and also a lot of praiseful gratitude, like Spurgeon said, that even though David has been through a lot and done a lot of stuff that was not awesome, that God still sees him and loves him in this way. So starting in verse three, it says, talking about God, who forgives all your sins and heals your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So David has listed out these things that God is a forgiver and a healer, redeemer, satisfier, renewer, that God is a God who restores things. And like I said, I imagine that David is looking back on his life and maybe reflecting on some situations that he needed restoring from. He needed to be restored, forgiven, healed. And we know some stories about David that don't paint him in a very great light, right? We think about Bathsheba and when David seduced this woman to come to his palace and then had her husband killed in battle to cover up for his sin. And this is the way that David is reflecting on God because David knows the things that have happened in his own life. And he's reminding his soul, this is the God who forgives your sins, who redeems your life from the pit. And renews your youth like the eagles, like this is the God who restores. And he goes on, starting in verse six. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. So the thing that sticks out to me about this section is that David has gone from speaking from just a first person point of view to including other people. He's saying that the Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. And he talks about Moses and Israel and starts to say us. And he's talking about the just and merciful aspects of the character of God. And what David is saying here is that when there is justice for the oppressed, that is a reason for me to praise God. When we look and see it the way that God cared for the people of Israel That is a reason for me to praise God. I wonder how many of us have limited the way we view God to our own one-on-one soul experiences with God. Because that really does limit the way we can see God, the faith that we have in God, if we only are looking at our own experiences in life. Which I know that we are not doing because we're reading a psalm right now and we're looking at David's experience. But in our own day-to-day lives, 
we get to celebrate the things that God is doing in each other's lives and remember the character of God because of what God has done in other people's lives. And that's what David is reminding us here, that God is just and merciful, not just in our own lives, but in the lives of people around us. And we get to remember that and celebrate that with them as well. So we're going on, starting in verse 11. It says, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower in the field. The wind blows it over and it is gone and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. So David is using a lot of really beautiful imagery in this section to talk about the extravagance of God's love for his people, for his children. And David uses this word remember several times and just goes to keep nailing this idea in that this is David's note to self. This is praise the Lord, my soul. This is what God remembers about you. This is what I remember about God based on the things I've experienced, the things I've seen in other people's lives, that this is the character of God. This is who God is. And there's just such big imagery in this, talking about as high as the heavens and as far as the east is from the west and from everlasting to everlasting, that this is the kind of love that God offers This is the kind of love that David is reminding his soul to praise for. This is worth praising God over. This is a big deal that God can look at someone who has messed up time and time again. And David is still called a man after God's own heart. And this is the way that God loves and sees David even still. Um. So continuing on into verse 20, it says, Praise the Lord, you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. So David is closing his psalm in a similar way as he started it by reminding us to praise. And it's going even further. He's reminding the angels and all of creation to praise God. And finally, praise the Lord, my soul, the same way he started this psalm. That he's saying, like, look, this has been your reminder of who God is. The character of God, 
And I've lived a long life. I've seen the ways that God has been faithful to me and faithful to people around me in my life that I've been able to see the faithfulness of God. And this is who I know God to be. And that's the thing that we can learn from David in this psalm is to remember that so often we are forgetful people. And, you know, you might forget to set your alarm in the mornings for things, but This is what we need to remember and call upon our soul to praise God for. My grandfather was a preacher for many years, and he later in his life had Alzheimer's. And as his memory started to go, you know, we would go and visit and talk to him and I would have to remind him, I'm Madeline, I'm Carolee's daughter, I'm you know, I was going to Lipscomb like he did. And it was hard for him to remember. And it was hard for his family members to see him in that way. But one thing I remember about him is that for as long as he was at family functions and around, he would pray before our meals. And his prayers always sounded the same. And it was powerful to me that This man that his body was failing him, his brain was failing him, but he remembered who God was. That he always remembered this relationship with the God who loved him, the same God who loved David, who loves us. That he remembered that. And every week we talk about remembering Jesus. We talk about this time of communion where we get to remember the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. And so this is my plea to you today is to remember and to look back at Psalm 103 and see the character of God that David laid out for us and look back at your own life and see the ways that God has been faithful to you in those ways. And remember and praise the Lord. Remind your soul to praise the Lord for those things. So we're going to have our time of communion now. So if you need to go collect supplies for that, you can. But thank you so much for joining us. And I'll pray for us. Dear God, thank you so much for your faithfulness to us and for the love you have for us. We thank you that your intentions are always good and that your character is constant. God, we pray that you will help us to remember and remind our souls to praise even when we forget to. Thank you so much for Jesus and the sacrifice that he made. And it's in his name we pray. That's it for this time. Thank you for checking in with us, and we'll be back with another episode next week.